This episode is supported by Earn In. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn now can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Super, super easy to use. You just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. So the app is free. You can leave a tip if you want. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So here's the thing. Sometimes getting close to your next paycheck, next pay period, and you realize, oh gosh, like paycheck doesn't come until next Friday, but we have this event that we need to attend this weekend and we need money for it. Or we have to buy a gift for someone. Or, oh my gosh, like my kid tore through their shoes and now we have to buy new shoes this weekend and the money's not in the bank yet. So Earning can help you access the money you've already earned at work by giving you this little bit of money in advance. So make Earnin part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security, and it gives me a lot of peace of mind. So for our listeners, all you need to do is download Earn In today. It's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, and you can download it in Google Play or the Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in Shameless Mom under podcast when you sign up. So there'll be a little place where you can, where it says, what podcast did you hear about them on? Type in Shameless Mom under podcast. This helps to show support for our show and our advertisers. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank, and subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived put it on his toe before he went to bed and the next morning he was like mom my toe's all better it was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly so you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues including cuts scrapes burns sunburns rashes other types of skin damage it's totally safe non-toxic suitable on all types of skin even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin this is also safe for the young members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500,000 happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients, active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family. So to get your own active skin repair, go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20% off your order when you use the code shameless. That's activeskinrepair.com. Use the code shameless for 20% off your order. Activeskinrepair.com, code shameless. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. 
One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community. So be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to One Shameless Thing. This shorty podcast episode is created with only one thing in mind, to give you just one thing to make today a better day. My purpose is to give you the hope, optimism, and power you need to make today whatever you want to make it, even if life is throwing you one curveball after another. So today's episode is going to be all about one shameless thing that you can do to honor rest. Whew, this is a tough one for women. We have a really hard time honoring rest. I recently read Rest is Resistance, which is a revolutionary book by Trisha Hersey, H-E-R-S-E-Y. Highly recommend you go get the book. I actually listened to the audiobook. I've also read the hard copy because we have used it inside of our membership community as a model for rest. And what I want you to think about as we think about rest, when we start to discuss this today, I want you to think about how rest has been modeled to you over the course of your life. If you're anything like me, it's not been modeled a whole heck of a lot. <laughs> so I can't think of anyone under the age of 70 ever resting in front of me as I grew up, like ever, ever in my childhood, teen years, even young adult years. Rest was reserved for my grandparents. That's the only people I remember seeing resting. Like if you were over 70, you might take a cat nap in the afternoon. But rest was not something that was modeled. And when we aren't modeled things, we don't naturally integrate them into our lives. And we often don't even know like how or where to start because we don't have this beginning place where we can say, oh, I've seen this done before. So now I can go replicate it or integrate it or implement it on my own. So I hope that's a little bit eye-opening as you think about how rest was modeled to you or maybe not modeled to you. I know for a lot of other people who had two parents in the home, rest was often not modeled by the woman parent, but often was modeled in different ways by the dad. And so what that might look like is two parents come home from work at the end of the day, or maybe the mom does not have a job outside the home. And at the end of the workday, the dad comes home and like kicks his feet up with a drink. Or on the weekend, maybe the dad or even evenings, like the dad is going to like play basketball with friends or grill with his buddies or go play golf. So in this really like nuclear family sense, oftentimes rest in terms of restorative and renewing, rejuvenating activities was sometimes modeled by a male in the household, but not by the female. I did not grow up with a male in my household, so I can't speak to this personally, but I just remember from being in friends' households and just seeing how gender roles played a huge role in what was modeled to kids raised in the 70s and 80s like me, I'm pretty clear on what women were modeled. And it was often no modeling around rest. So I want you to first think that piece through because I think that component is really, really important. Now I want you to think about because you probably weren't modeled rest by the women in your life, what did that lead you to believe about rest? Did you have or do you have some preconceived notions or some maybe prejudices against rest because it's maybe perceived as laziness or you're not making the most use of your time or you're not being like strong and tenacious and powerful and going and getting it and you're not hustling and all these things that women have been taught to value because it's been told that like this is how we can catch up and do all the same things that men do. So I want you to now think through how is never resting serving you? 
How is not integrating rest into your life in a very intentional way? How is that serving you? So you probably get rest when you crash at the end of the day. And you might get rest when you have to do something. So maybe like you have to take a flight somewhere, or maybe you are watching a show with your kids and you just can't keep your eyes open. And so you're like, you just crash, like it's involuntary. But how is not resting in an intentional way serving you? How is it serving you to never schedule rest or to never know when you can rest or to not have rest integrated in a way that you can have this sense of peace and ease knowing that like, oh, my next chance to exhale is just around the corner. I'm guessing it's probably not serving you very well. (laughs) And as someone who doesn't rest easily, as someone who doesn't sleep easily, as someone who doesn't breathe easily, which I notice when I try to rest and I lay down to rest or I do something that is restorative and I'm like, hmm, I don't think I've taken a deep breath in like three to five days. So as someone who struggles with all of that, I know what that feels like and I know how it doesn't serve me. I know what it does to my nervous system. I know what it does to my anxiety. And then I know what it does to the people around me when I am just this whirling dirt of fatigue, but also trying to get things done, but also like not able to do it in a patient, thoughtful and loving way because mama's just so tired. So how is not resting serving you? And then the next thing to think through is what kind of rest is restorative to you? So this is going to look really different from one person to the next. For some people, actually napping, closing your eyes, laying down on a bed or a couch, that might be restorative to you. And I encourage you to practice that even if you're like, yeah, I'm not really a napper. I really encourage you to practice this. So I've been practicing this since the beginning of 2023, like four o'clock in the afternoon on many afternoons, I will go upstairs and lay on my bed. I often get under the covers and lay on my bed and I just lay there and practice breathing for 10 minutes. I often will listen to a guided meditation from my very favorite women's meditation network. But during that time, I just focus on, oh, what does it feel like to just breathe? What does it feel like to just lie here? What does it feel like to just kind of notice what is my body feeling like in this moment today? Am I holding stress anywhere? Is there anything I need to let go of? Is there anything I need to just stop thinking about for a minute? Like give myself permission to stop thinking about. And when I do that, I can actually recognize that while I'm like, oh, I'm not a napper person. I'm not someone who who, like benefits from napping. Do I benefit from laying down and actually taking some full breaths? Oh my gosh, 100%. Is it restorative? Yes, it's so restorative. It actually tremendously shifts my energy as I go into the evening. So I encourage you, if you're like, oh, I'm not a napper or I'm not someone who likes to rest or I don't like to lay down and close my eyes, I encourage you to just try it to see what happens. I call this data collection where you're like, hmm, I'm just going to try, check it out, collect some data from an objective standpoint and see what I see. Notice what I notice and then decide like, hmm, is this something that maybe is worth pursuing and doing more or is it still not for me? Either thing is totally fine. So what is rest look like for you in terms of rest that is restorative. So maybe it is that actually napping. Maybe it's walking and listening to music or guided meditation. Another thing I started doing, and I did this a lot during COVID to escape from my family, if I'm being honest, I would go for walks and listen to music because I just needed space. I needed to be out of my house, away from the people and the dogs and the chaos and the questions and all the needs for just a few minutes. And that was very restorative. So rest doesn't have to be laying down with your eyes closed. So walking and listening to music, not listening to podcasts, not listening to an audiobook, not being an active learner, but instead just like letting my mind go, that can be extremely restorative. 
Maybe for you, rest is spending time with friends, telling stories and laughing. So my mom, when I was growing up, while I say that I didn't see her modeling rest, what I did see her modeling was quality time with friends. And I saw how restorative that was for her. So she was a teacher for 42 years, and she collected a lot of teacher friends over the years. And I remember her when I was in high school, she would have these dinners with her teacher friends. And many of them she had known for like, I don't, 40 years probably. And then they'd collect in some new people as they went. So it was a circle of teachers, women who'd been teaching forever and ever and ever. And they would come over to my house on a Friday or Saturday night. And the laughter practically shook the house. For these women to gather in a space and sit and talk and tell stories and maybe drink a little bit of wine, maybe a lot of wine, and laugh together that was restorative. Where do you create spaces and opportunities for you to do that with people around you if that for you is restorative? So there's a few people that I get to do this with on a fairly routine basis. And that is very, very restorative to me. Maybe for you, restorative rest looks like staring out a window. Another one that I don't want you to discredit too quickly. So I have given myself permission to just stare out the window for a while every now and then in recent months. And holy cow, I have some really good ideas when I just stare out a window. (laughs) So just sitting and being still and staring off into like out of a window or like into your yard or sitting in your backyard and looking up into a tree, that can be very restorative. Maybe for you, something rest that's restorative is watching TV in the middle of a Sunday. Maybe it's just letting yourself escape and lay down and take a break, whatever that looks like for you. So when you think that through, when you think how rest was likely not modeled to you, how not resting is not serving you, and then thinking through what kind of rest is actually restorative to you, what is one commitment to rest that you can make today? What is one way that you can integrate rest? Whether it is setting a 10 minute reminder on your phone once a day, whether it is scheduling one night a week to meet up with a friend, whether it is scheduling like literally like blocking a two hour block on the calendar every Sunday. Maybe it's even having designated family rest time and everyone in the family can do whatever is restorative to them. So who knows? Maybe for your kids, that's video games. Great. Let them do the video games. For you, it might be laying on your bed with your eyes closed or watching a movie with no one else. So I want you to think through what is restorative to you and make that commitment, put it on your calendar and do one thing that's honoring rest for you. As you go about the rest of your day, how will you take this one shameless thing and use it to own this day? Go get it. I'm cheering for you and I'm in this with you always. Thank you so much for joining me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I really, really appreciate you being here and I hope you learned something new. As always, this conversation will be continued over in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other shameless moms just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review that will put you in Apple Podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down a little bit, you can leave a five-star review. You can write a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. If you let me know how the show has impacted you in becoming a more shameless mom, you might be nominated to be shameless mom of the week. 
Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more mamas be more shameless every damn day. So please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and then share it out on social media. Tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook or Instagram. I'm quick to reply and eager to send you Facebook love and love to be connected to all of you. So again, thank you for being here. I can't wait to be back here again with you in just a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. Shamelessly.